With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. The Japanese Baseball League, while it's not AAA and it's not the majors, it's close to the majors. So if you perform at a high level over there, I don't think there's as many questions as Tiki likes to say. (laughs) And let me just address Kayagawa. Because Kayagawa is always the guy that's used as an example of, well, you never know. Let me tell you about what happened around here when the New York Yankees signed Kayagawa. We were stupid. We were ignorant. It was 2006. We didn't know what was going on. So when Kayagawa signs with the Yankees, we didn't know who the hell he was. <laughs> we weren't even looking at his stats. We weren't looking at YouTube clips. We didn't know he was a soft-tossing lefty, nor did we know that his ERA in Japan was like three, which I'm not saying is bad, but it's far different than what Yamamoto does. And when you watch him, you see the difference. So here's why I don't want to hear Kayagawa's name mentioned. That's why I'm nipping it in the butt right now at 226. Because it was like a century ago. <laughs> it's a different world. Yes, we it is. won't be fooled again by international players. The risk factor, the bust factor, is a lot lower than you want to admit. Mm. Than all of you want to admit. What about Daisuke Matsuzaka? What about him? Uh, he stunk, too. Did he stink, though? Yeah, he was Did not. He I mean, we thought he was going to come over here and be a big-time ace. I mean, but Daisuke Matsuzaka came over, and, like, he wasn't terrible. No. Oh, he had a year when he went 19-3. and three. Cool. So you signed Yamamoto for $300 million. You okay with Daisuke's career? No. <laughs> All right. No. That's the point. Yeah, but I don't think he—I think he's better than Daisuke. But what Yamamoto's going to get, Evan, he better be one of the three best pitchers in baseball. And I think that's part of the issue, right? He's like— the way that the and the only reason I started getting this way is because the money. It's like it's getting so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And I'm in my mind, I'm like, all right, what happened from the time that he was listed and it was like, oh, he's gonna sign 198 to 205 million dollar deal to some people claiming he's got a 350 million dollar offer. I think like, what, what happened changed. I'll tell you what changed. It's a the lot mo- of money. The market, <laughs> the fact that every big market team has been in on him. See, I think what's an interesting question, and I have to admit, this was emailed to me in the Rico about a week ago, so it's not my original idea. <laughs> but no, it's it's furthering your question because it's a great question. If I told you right now, Yankee fans and Met fans, here's the career that this guy's going to have, and I want you to think about this. Okay. He will have the same career as Masahiro Tanaka, mm. okay, who came over, had a great first year, then got hurt, and ended up pitching with a partially torn UCL for the right. rest of his career, had some pretty good years, had some solid years, and I think most Yankee fans remember him as just a clutch pitcher. Right. But he was not dominant after his first season. Yeah, so he was a the perfect top of the rotation pitcher. Not the ace, necessarily, even though he was for those Yankee teams. You trusted him in a big game. Because CC was fading at that point, but it, it felt like... You could trust exactly, Sean. You could trust him, which in many ways I think is more important. Right, but for 155 million, which he got, mm-hmm. it's like that sounds about right. Right for 300 million. Okay, I'm no, answer, thank you. I'll answer my question. No, answer, thank you. I'll answer my own question. Do you have an answer, Sean, as a Yankee fan? Because you obviously watched Tanaki. Yeah. He was your guy. Yeah. So 
I love Tanaka, one of my favorite pitchers. I would not have loved Tanaka's career for 300 mil when I consider it probably prevents some other maneuverability down the line of guys. Okay, that's because you're owned by the Steinbrenners. Now, I'll give you my answer, all right? <laughs> yep. get shut out again. Here's my honest answer about it. Subtle so, shot. He has the career, because I'm not viewing, here's why. You take it as a shot, but it's reality. Mm-hmm. I think if the Yankees sign Yamamoto, it precludes them from re-signing Juan Soto. And I laid this out yesterday based on the committed contracts they're going to have for the next five years. I have a tough time believing that even Hal Steinbrenner would commit to $200 million for six guys. Okay? So I do think that the Yankees signing Yamamoto could preclude you from a future move such as keeping Juan Soto. I don't think that the Mets are in that spot. I don't look at, well, if you sign Yamamoto, you can't keep Pete Alonso. Yeah. I don't view it that way. So what you're saying is all $300 million deals aren't the same. Yeah, well, to each team it's different. Right. And I will answer that question about Tanaka. If he had the career of Tanaka, I'd be disappointed because we have higher expectations. But I'll tell you this, I would take it because that's not a bust. That's not a disaster. No. That's not a regrettable thing where four years from now, I'm like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. That's still a guy that's helping my team. Will he be overpaid? Sure. Sure, he'll be overpaid. But if you can look past that, which I'm able to do if a guy's contributing to my team, I'd say, hey, you know what? That guy takes the baseball every five, six days. He's, uh, I trust him. I trust him in a big spot. He never lived up to what I thought he could be. Yep. But that's a, that's a solid career, and I'd be okay with it. Yeah. Do you, are you okay with Francisco Lindor's contract. Yeah. For the reasons I just laid out, yeah. That's so that's why. Yeah. Cuz your mindset is like the prudent uh, Met fan who understands why he got the contract. Why Francisco Lindor was paid a ridiculous amount of money. Yes. And he's not necessarily that mashing home run superstar, but he is a great fielder and he's a great leader on this team. Yeah. And yeah. it was the first. Yes. He was the first. And, and sometimes you've got to overpay for the first. But, no, I don't sit there, and I never have. And you won't hear this this year if he goes in big slumps. I don't sit there and look at his contract and go, oh, he was 0 for 5 and he's making 30 for No. <laughs> I don't do that. I think you have to learn to look past that. Okay, yes. But the difference with a Francisco Lindor and Yamamoto potentially is that Lindor is going to play every day. Yeah, he'll go over, you know, five and do whatever, whatever scenario you want to lay out. There's a chance with Yamamoto, he gets hurt or he has to have a surgery. And now all of a sudden it's, oh, he stunk today and he's making $36 million a year. It's, oh, he's not even available and he's making $36 million a year. That's what that's what I feel. Well, if he's not available, that's a different story. I mean, like, but Tanaka, who he was using as a frame of reference, while he missed time, he never missed extended time. No, you're right. So Somehow he fought that off. Yeah. I, I got to tell you, when that first happened, I said, dude, he's done. Yeah, I think we all fought that. Right. And yet he pitched with a partially torn UCL. I will get to your calls because I can't believe this, but there's a lot of people that actually agree with Tiki Barber. Thank you, people. Tiki Barber, baseball expert. He's teaching <laughs> us that we should be afraid of Yoshinabu Yamamoto. Let's go to Mike in Marine Park. What's up, Mike? What's up, Mike? Oh, Evan. Yeah. What's wrong with you, bro? What's going on with you, bro? What do you Tiki mean? Is the consigli- Tiki is the consigliere. <laughs> now, he's the Tom Hagen. I like and it. You're sunny. And, and you're sunny. You're never, you were never made a great Don, Evan. You were never made a great Don. Listen, this is what I want to do. You took my Kia Gala Thunder. But don't forget a rabu. This is what I want to do. It was 20 years ago, dude. It was 20 years ago. Evan, you're not paying $350 million for Tanaka. Okay, I'll take it. You're paying for that get-you-over-the-hump guaranteed World Series. This is what I want to do. I want to give Tiki my phone number. 
<laughs> I want to fly down to Florida. When you're on the teacup spinning around with your little Mickey Mouse hat on, <laughs> and you're happy, and you're joyful, and the news comes in that the Yankees signed this guy, which I don't want. I agree with the Blake Snow thing. Yeah. I don't want. I'm gonna I'm gonna dress up as Mickey Mouse. I'm gonna hold a sign. I'm gonna hold up a sign that says No Tanaka for you. Uh, what's his name? Yamamoto. Yamamoto. It's close. You know what I'm getting? You know what I'm getting out of you, Mike. Mike, you gotta go be paparazzi as well. Take pictures <laughs> yeah. of the reaction. You're, you're such a bitter Yankee fan that you don't even want the guy, and you're gonna mock me when I don't get the guy, <laughs> and you don't even want the guy.